answers. It's summertime, it's summertime, and the living is easy, but the conversation is always topical and lively. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day to sing in the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Yes, well, good, good morning, Grand Valley. And we're off and running on another edition of the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 7.09 here on the program. And uh, we're looking at 62 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 61 at the Highlands, 60 uh, at my home studios in Elm Grove, where I am not, and 61 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam says it'll be a calm and nice day today. Some cloud cover this morning should clear up by afternoon. Don't see any word of rain in the forecast. Highs will be around 80 today. Uh, that'll be the high point. Could actually be upper 70s more like, likely, uh, but up to around 80. And tomorrow, uh, another pleasant day in store for the middle of the week. Sunny skies throughout the day. Uh, highs in the low 80s. Wet and stormy, though, come Thursday. Tornado watch yesterday, Bob, but I did, I mean, it rained and I heard a little bit of thunder and stuff. It didn't seem like it was as bad as they made it out to be. Yeah, I guess, again, we, uh, we skipped it, Howard. It missed us. I noticed around the country, um, tornado watch stretched 11 states from Tennessee to New Jersey. A derecio, a name that we've come to know, a derecio blew through the uh, nation's capital in Washington, D.C., for the first time in more than 10 years, the National Weather Service issued a rare level four risk for severe, severe storms across D.C. In fact, federal employees at uh, the White House, the Pentagon, were told to leave work early because of potential tornadoes. Flights canceled, delayed, million customers without power in 11 states. Uh, so we had some heavy rains, and we did have – I'm not aware of any serious problems here. Heavy rains for a little while. We did have um, – uh, so a little bit of thunder and lightning, and I don't know about you, but uh, well, I shouldn't say I don't know about you, but when we, we were at TJ's for dinner, when we stepped outside, the most beautiful rainbow I've seen in, I think, ever. Really intense, vibrant colors of the rainbow. Huge rainbow. You could see the whole thing from one end to the other. So we went looking for the pot of gold. We, How'd you do? Well, uh, I'm here. You know, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't find it, but it was just an absolute Gorgeous rainbow. I clearly was not the only one who saw it because I noticed on Facebook an awful lot of people were uh, were were posting their rainbow pictures from last night. But boy, it was just a just an absolutely gorgeous rainbow. So I I loved it. You didn't, didn't see the rainbow, did you? Didn't see the rainbow, Howard. All right, seven eleven here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hundred and uh, what is hundred and three pounds of pot? Is that a lot? Well, yeah, that's a that's a whole lot. I mean, they showed the picture. The Wheeling cops uh, stopped a SUV on the interstate yesterday, uh, 69 miles an hour in a 55 mile an hour zone. I never understand if you've got a huge. I mean, it's not if you got a joint in your car. That's one thing. You got 103 pounds of marijuana in your car, and you're transporting it likely for distribution of some kind. Why don't you Why don't you watch the speed limit a little bit more closely? I don't uh, I don't understand that, but. Going almost 7 in the 55-mile-an-hour zone, so the cops stopped him. They detected a strong odor of marijuana coming from the car. Well, I guess 103 pounds of pot will probably leave a strong odor of marijuana in the car. The uh, police, when they made the arrest, uh, they, the picture they showed was all the pot right on top of the 
hood of the cop car, and it just it covered the whole hood of the cop car. $154,000 worth of, uh, of marijuana. How, how, much, how much attention do you think cops should pay to, because this, this was argued about on Facebook yesterday, how much attention should cops pay to stopping marijuana, people with pot? Well, I mean, in some uh, sentences, uh, it's, it's, it's like taking uh, sand to the beach. You know, the marijuana is already there. Uh, you have to pay for it. This would be, I guess, bootleg marijuana. Uh, you know, look around. Look at all the states. West Virginia is one of the very few where you can't grow your own marijuana and, uh, and enjoy it. But uh, I don't know, Howard. I don't know where they were taking it. Well, you know, I noticed uh, several Facebook or Twitter or several social media people were saying, well, you know, why don't they leave the pot alone and go after the fentanyl? And I'm not sure that you can, you know, I don't know that you can um, – that you can't walk and chew gum at the same time. I mean, 103 pounds. I, I don't think you should be worrying about stopping some somebody who's got a joint or two in their car, or even a baggie in their car. But this much is a pretty hefty, uh, hefty amount. So I, I don't know. I saw a lot of people were, were saying that uh, they felt that it was uh, an inappropriate use of our resources. I, I, you know, I'm sure that the police will do everything they can if they know about fentanyl, but. Uh, Sometimes you can't ignore it. You stop the car for another reason, and you got 103 pounds of pot in there. Uh, you know, you do more than probably issue a ticket, at least I think so. 714 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Did you catch the story about the squatter on Wheeling Island? I did not. Wheeling Island resident visiting his son in the Philippines um, got an email alert from his credit card company that somebody had used his credit card while he was away. Big purchase. He contacted his friend who was taking care of his house said something has gone wrong here. His friend went to check on the house and discovered, and I quote, the person who got into the building took rebar from the local construction sites, busted the door open, went in, cut out every piece of copper in the house down to the set line for the air conditioning unit. He has absolutely no plumbing at all in his house. Anything and everything they can get a, a dollar out of, they took. They left drug paraphernalia behind, just like they went to destroy the place of a party in there at his expense. Now he's got to clean up the mess. The guy is now back from the Philippines, and he is a veteran. Now he says he's a homeless veteran. He says he'll try to fix up the house, but he doesn't have the money to do so. A couple of thoughts across my mind. First of all, I get somebody else to watch my house. If this is the guy you asked to watch your house and your house got broken into and, and was destroyed while you were gone, secondly, if he's able to make a trip to the Philippines, and I'm not picking on the guy, I'm just saying, if he's able to make a trip to the Philippines, now he's asking people to help him fix up his house. I, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm, I'm willing to jump in on that. But uh, I guess – so copper is still in demand, I guess, huh? Well, yeah. I don't know uh, if it's uh, high or low right now, but it has value. And I haven't heard that for a while, but this seems to be the case. The uh, Wheeling Island, the squatter. The squatters got in and destroyed his home over there. So that story comes to me from WTRF-TV. Uh, and you remember the story a few weeks ago uh, up in Bethlehem. Uh, there was a family feeding the raccoons. They were showing up by the dozens on this family's yard. The neighbors were upset about potential health problems and so on. The uh, health department uh, went to court and got a court order to tell these folks to clean up their yard, to not feed the raccoons. Um, and now the folks who were told, not, uh, were told not to feed the raccoons have gone back to court to ask that order be overturned. 
they have filed, they've asked the order be repealed. They say, among other things, that feeding the raccoons is their legal right. Hmm. I don't know. Is feeding a raccoon a legal right? And that it's good for the animals. You're a better wildlife guy than I am. Is, is, is feeding a raccoon, if we, the people, feed the animals, is that good for them? Well, no, it's not good to them because then think. now they think that every human is going to treat them like that. It's summertime. Raccoons shouldn't have any problem uh, finding food. Uh, this is just a convenience for them, and they're very, very smart, and they have a very good memory. So they're going to keep coming back and keep coming back. A couple questions. Is it city limits, Howard? No, it's Bethlehem. Okay, so that is a problem, and I would think that would be a nuisance. Uh, 35 years ago, we had the big duck debate. I remember that. On Overbrook Avenue. And some uh, neighbors uh, never spoke to each other again. They would really? walk right past each other and never even look at them, and they'd been neighbors and they'd been friends for a long, long time. Uh, some of the folks on Overbrook and Lumber Avenue wanted to feed the ducks. And again, the ducks got smart, and the ducks said, hey, it's pretty nice around here. And they, they hung out there. And when I say there was a lot of ducks, there was a lot of ducks. Yeah. And then the health department got involved, and they said this is not healthy. The droppings from these animals could make you very, or something like that, very right? yeah. sick. So you need to cut it out. These, these ducks have to go. And it caused a real conflict, a real wedge between neighbors who love the ducks. And uh, so it happens, Howard. I remember that, that Overbrook controversy. And um, not the same time, but not in, in that same general time period, um, there were pigeons at the center market. Remember that? This is when the center market was still open air before they enclosed it all. Uh, and there were pigeons hanging out there. And eventually they had to uh, take care of the pigeons there too because it was just droppings all over the place. And of course, the center market was... A food place and so but the same thing there were folks who i had some good friends that were just furious at the city for trying to get rid of the pigeons but you know at some point i'm an animal lover but there's a point at which you got to just you know you got to recognize that some of them cause potential problems in fact didn't they get rid of the no i shouldn't say get rid of that's not the right way to use it didn't they encourage stop feeding the what was geese flying over at wheeling park you used to be able to feed them there. I think they even had feeders out there. And then they stopped. They told you to stop doing that. And then it even trickled down to the domestic ducks at Wheeling Park. I mean, I know when my youngest, uh, my oldest son was young, we would take a couple loaves of bread and the, 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 the ducks would come. And uh, he really got a big kick out of that. And then they said, well, if it was a health hazard on Overbrook Avenue, it's probably a health hazard here now. So you're right. There's no feeding any kind of uh, waterfowl. And I believe there's a fine included. We, I don't think we have too many. I, I, if we get a ducks in our neighborhood now, they're just they're lost. You know, they'll 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 fly over or walk around for a little while. But there was a time. I don't. It wasn't like Overbrook, but there was a time when we had, uh, I guess, families of ducks would uh, would kind of wander around the neighborhood. I don't know if anybody fed them. They just well, obviously somebody had to feed them. I think they just felt at home in our neighborhood. So, but I haven't seen any of that for for a while. Anyway, the raccoons uh, currently the um, the folks who are feeding the, had been feeding the raccoons and were told not to are asking for a rehearing of their case uh, because they say feeding raccoons is their legal right and that it's good for the animals. They also think that uh, Judge Sims, who heard the case originally and issued the original order, was biased because they suggested they because he suggests they retain a lawyer 
instead of representing themselves. I, I don't remember the, the specifics of that, but I think any judge who recommends that you ought to get an attorney as opposed to representing yourselves is doing you a favor. What do they say about representing yourself? And I think there's a compromise. You know, you're feeding these animals on your property, on your porch. Take them into the wild. You know, take a take a sack of, uh, of yeah. corn or something like that if you want to feed them. I think that you know your your neighbors are getting a little antsy. They don't they don't want all those raccoons around. Yeah, yeah. Take take it out into the woods someplace, or you're right into the wild somewhere. And, and the then... mistake that people make, Howard, is they they look at a raccoon and they see a, a little warm and fuzzy animal. Wrong. And I assure you that he is not warm and fuzzy. A, a, a raccoon is a killer. I mean, they are a stone cold. Killer. They they will raid any nest uh, at all. Puppies, kittens, little birds. They kill them all and they eat them. They they'll do whatever. They're scavengers. They're they're opportunists. They're they're almost like a hog. There's not much a raccoon won't eat. And it's and that's why they'll they'll dig in the trash and they'll dig in the in in their the nest of something, and they are prone to rabies as well. I mean, so it's there's a health hazard there too. Be curious to see how this plays out. Uh, again, I thought it was over and done with in Bethlehem. The, the neighbors had won. The neighbors got the uh, restraining order, and I thought they weren't going to have any more uh, raccoon problems. You're, I, I like your idea, though. A, a compromise. You, look, you, you want to feed the raccoons? Go out into the wild someplace. Just don't bring them into the neighborhood, into a into Take a, a sack of crack corn out there and dump it out. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever, uh, did you ever shoot a raccoon? I've, uh, back in the late 70s and early uh, 80s, Howard, I was a raccoon hunter. Excuse me? And the reason for that, uh, during that period of time, a, a raccoon's pelt was uh, valuable. you got to remember the 80s, $40 was a lot of money. So not, not only did I shoot them out of trees, I would also trap them. Wow. And then uh, what you have to do when you catch one in your your trap, this is kind of gruesome, Howard. You be careful about well, you, that. You don't want a lot of blood around your your, your setup. So yeah. what you would do is you go over and you kind of like uh, get their head down, stomp on their chest, aye, aye, aye. drag them away from your trap, and then shoot them in the head. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, yes, to answer your question, I, I probably— I'm three, partly sorry I asked that question. Probably but, about 300 <laughs> coon to take a few, but yes. Who'd you sell them to? I mean, I mean, who— well, what, was what, a guy is, up what is in, the market, uh, is my guy question. guy up in Bethlehem, I still think he's up there. Butch Quigley was uh, was big in uh, in fur uh, trading business. And, and what happened, and I'm not sure exactly a what dumb happened. Dumb question for you. So, what, do they, like, make a coat out of them or something? I mean, sure, not, they would take them to New York. Really? They would take them to New York City, and all the trimmings on the fancy dresses and stuff, That that's what it is. So, yeah, he was a fur trader. He would buy and then take them to New York City and, and, and make a profit. But something happened. I don't know if it was PETA. I, I don't know what if they went to the, the, uh, the, the non-fur. Uh, but uh, something happened. And uh, I know the raccoon pelts aren't nearly. Uh, I don't even know if anybody that, that really hunts, maybe for sport, but not for the actual uh, the money side of it. All right. I, so another part of your career that I wasn't aware of. About 100 years ago, Howard. <laughs> 723 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A few odds and ends I thought you might find interesting. Now, what's coming up today? Today is special election day in Ohio for that controversial issue number one, changing the threshold for okaying a constitutional amendment. Former Governor Ted Strickland joins us uh, coming up next hour, shares his thoughts on why he is opposed to issue one. The legislature in West Virginia is rushing through dozens of bills, almost no debate, no review. They're just in, they're out, they're okayed. 
What kind of mistakes could be made? What are the bills really all about? I don't know. Do they know? Delegate Mike Pushkin coming in to talk to us about that. We'll have more movement. There has been more movement in the Trump indictments. Political analyst Matt Robeson back. He and I review that. But then we're going to talk about the seeming breakdown of many of our systems in this country. That's what I have for you. What do you have for me and Bob? You can join us on the Frio Stack auction service line at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or the text, that is the text line, or you can call us on the Frio Stack auction service hotline, 304-232-8255. Um, sometimes I wonder about the things people write. Rabies never hurt anyone. Um, well, yes, <laughs> yes, rabies are rabies are a significant health hazard. I've heard that there's not a more sinister or painful death if you have to go through that whole process where rabies uh, kills you. Yes, yeah, so I, yeah. I, I think that's. I don't know is wrong. what in the world prompted someone to write that, but uh, yeah, rabies are a problem. Hello, Howard. We're here working the election in Dillonvale. Oh, okay, up in Dillonvale, where I do the preaching on most Sundays um, at their First Presbyterian Church. The election is underway, and um, I don't know if those are my any of my parishioners or not, but they're they're working the uh, the election up there. And hello to you from uh, hello to you in Dillonvale. Uh, we get a lot of text coming in real quick here. If I'm not mistaken, there are still a few fur traders throughout Wheeling. Do you know, does that make sense? It does. So there must be a, a price for the for the hides, or they wouldn't be in business. All right. Uh, text line: I'm voting yes on issue one. Okay. Democrats don't have enough sense to make decisions. Okay. Um, stomp on them. That's apparently what. Oh no. Stomped on them. Is that what Mr. Slider said? Poor little raccoons. Yeah, you want to maybe hit them across the nose with something, stomp on their chest, and then drag them away, and then then shoot them. You just don't want a lot of blood around your trap set. That's all. I'm just not sure that they. <laughs> Is that Peter with that question? I, I'm Howard? not sure that this listener uh, t totally agrees uh, with that uh, with that thing. Um, I'm going to leave this one for later. Uh, let's see. Rabies shots. Uh, rabies shots no longer go in the stomach. I don't know. I, I don't know. That used to be the big deal. If you got rabies, that's why it was like, oh, if you get rabies, inject, uh, inject in the stomach. I had to, not for rabies, uh, for other medical reasons. I had to inject myself in the stomach for a while, years ago. God, I hated that. I could never push, I could never push the syringe, you know? I, I get it down there and hold it there, and it's like, jab it in. Although it wasn't all that painful. It just was... Icky. All right. Uh, all right. That's, the text line is open. You can use it, 304-214-1600. Uh, it is 727 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia.
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. In my little town, I never meant nothing. I was just my father's son. Saving my money Dreaming of glory Twitching like a finger On the trigger of a gun Here we are in our little town uh, At least our little valley here at 731 29 before the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show I, I mentioned this story weeks ago It's now coming closer and closer to happening, Bob In New York City they want to introduce what they're calling congestion charges. If you drive in near, they haven't put this in place yet, but it looks like the plan is now written and they just have to get the timing of this. 
The idea is that if you drive into the city in a certain area, below 60th Street, they say here. I'm not familiar enough with New York to know that. You would have to pay a fee for the privilege of driving in New York City. Now, the argument is that uh, they want to try and keep more cars out, the, you know, air pollution issues, uh, traffic issues, and so on. They haven't set rates yet. They're considering charging $23 during the rush hour, $17 for off-peak times. Can you imagine paying paying for the privilege of driving into town? Isn't there uh, many bridges connecting a, a, a town that water would separate them where they charged Bel Air Bridge a long, long time ago? Well, but yeah, I mean, there are, yeah, and, and I mean, and there are toll roads without even having be, being bridges. There are toll roads, I guess, but. Howard, you and I have been there. It's a cluster, you know it is. what. Listen, there's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't drive in the city. No, and, and I think it's a pretty smart idea not to generate the, 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 the money, which they probably are trying to do also, but you want people to have alternative ways of coming into the city, right? If you and I and two other guys, okay, now we carpool it, now that 23 bucks isn't as much, and right. now we, we're only using one car. I, th I think it's a good idea, Howard. I think here in the city of Wheeling, they ought to start something similar to that with our roads out there. Pay us. Except the reverse should be, they should, we should pay people. <laughs> You're about to hit a really bad stretch of road. Have a dollar. Just Oh, oh man, look at that us. front tire. We got, we got to give you something for that. Just we caused have, that. Have a dollar on us, I think. This is not yet a done deal in New York City, but it looks like it is going to happen. Uh, it does happen in London, in Singapore, a few places like that. And this would be the first time in America that there would be a congestion charge. Uh, cabbies in particular are upset about it, which you can get because they make multiple trips in and out of the city. So every time they come in, they would have to be, uh, and, they'll probably, and they'll probably pass it on to their customers too, which only would encourage more people, I suppose, to use an Uber. I don't know. Anyway, I, thought, I just think it's interesting, the idea of charge. But you, you make a good point. I mean, we, nobody, well, they might complain, but we completely accept paying a toll on a bridge or paying a toll on a road. Um, we have, you know, Washington Turnpike, you pay toll going over the turnpike. So uh, maybe it's, I guess, no different than that. And, you know, it's one of those things that I think we have a pretty cushy here in, in Wheeling. When we go to a big city, I, I, I consider Pittsburgh a big city. Uh, you know, you, you have problems getting around that city. It's not the easiest city jumping back and forth over the rivers. Uh, Washington, D.C. is a nightmare. Columbus is a, is a real nightmare. It's less of one. It is just getting around. But when I, the point I'm getting in New York City, okay, you pay that fee. You, 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 you have to get up, what, an hour and a half, two hours early to get into the city to make sure you're not going to be late. you gotta, you got to battle the traffic. And then you have to pay somebody a lot of money to park your car. Who in the world would, would want to deal with that? And now you got to go home again. Do they charge you to leave the city, Howard? <laughs> Charging it in, then you're held prisoner <laughs> while you're there. Now you got to battle it again to go back home. Why? How anybody would want to deal with that? There has to be a better way. I know that New York City is, you know, the greatest city on earth, the city that never sleeps. I know they have great culture and they have great all kinds of good pizza, whatever. It's not a place I would ever want to live do we, a well way too expensive i think you and i did or maybe it was one of my other companions up there one time we sat down in new york when we were there one day and started calculating what would it cost to live in new york city i mean it would be like three times what i make just to, just to live there that's not even talking about going out and having 
you know, having a good time. Um, and the traffic, uh, it's kind of fun to be walking there with all the people, you know, it's, it's the congestion of the people, but man, the traffic, uh, the only, I will only drive as far as, and you've been with me a few times, um, I'll go through the tunnel, the Holland Tunnel, turn right, and that was where the hotel I always stayed at was, Ellen Ratner's Hotel. And, and so I would turn right, actually turn right, turn left. There was the hotel, hand the keys to the bellman, valet parking for this for me. I'll get it in a week. That's, that's as far as I'd ever drive in New York City. And, Howard, think about where we live in Elm Grove. Every once in a while, somebody will cut you off. You know, you'll have words. Maybe somebody will flip you off. In New York City, that, that is a daily occurrence. I mean, you are against everybody else out there. I mean, they're fighting for spots. They're fighting, itching away, trying to get out of the city. I, I couldn't deal with that. I, I really, Anytime I've ever came, other than with you, and one other time, drove in the city, we didn't have any problems. Got, got a little turned around uh, heading back to New Jersey, but we didn't have any problems, but you and I, like you said, once we parked the car, that was it. That's it. it. That was it. Yeah. Now, the good news is New York City does have a lot of public transportation. Don't know that you always want to ride the subway. I'm a little antsy about that, but uh, they do have good public transportation. Take a cab, though. Whew, man, New York City cabs are expensive. Anyways, um, yeah, raise a good question. I don't want to suggest it to him. Do they charge on your way in and your way out? <laughs> 737-23 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam Fike is morning forecast coming up. Next hour we'll talk with uh, Mike Pushkin about uh, the legislative session that's underway. And we'll also talk with uh, former governor of Ohio, Ted Strickland, about issue number one. It's all coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 8th. A body discovered could be that of a West Virginia man that had been reported missing. The Lewisburg Police Department believes the body is that of 39-year-old Jared David Schultz of Bourbonsville, West Virginia. Police say the body was located Monday in a wooded area near Interstate 64 and Route 219 in Lewisburg. There is no foul play suspected in this incident at this time. A little bit closer to home in Belmont County, Judge John Vavra issued a bond of $100,000 in the cases of 22-year-old Sherman Leisure and 47-year-old Richard West III. Officials say the two are co-defendants charged with felonious assault and kidnapping in the Belmont County Court of Common Pleas. At this time, the defendants will be tried separately. Officials say it's possible that the prosecutor's office will seek to combine the trials to lessen the impact on the victim and witnesses. And Weirton Medical Center is looking into new programs, and the city of Weirton is stepping in to help. At last night's city council meeting following a public hearing on the matter, the use of city funds to financially assist Weirton Medical Center was approved. Mayor Miller says it is typical that the medical center requests assistance, and this city is always more than happy to contribute with grant funding to keep their operations going. Mayor Miller also says that this is something the city should be responsible for, just as they are responsible for other operations in the city, like the police and fire departments. Weirton is the sixth largest city in the Mountain State and has been named one of the safest, and Mayor Miller attributes a portion of that title to the success of Weirton's operations. And 7 News is your local election headquarters. Ohio's special election has finally arrived. Polls will open soon in Ohio's contentious single-issue special election. 
Statewide voter turnout has been well over half a million Ohioans, both in person and absentee. We will have the very latest results as they come in on 7 News and our website, WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everyone. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Every Friday on TalkLine, it's Steam Release, your weekly opportunity to vent. You can also release steam about the host. 95% of our political news today is driven by political views. I don't care if it's ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS, all of them. You all are the ones that's going to destroy this republic, not anyone else. You, Hoppy, you. Steam Release every Friday on TalkLine, right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. He said his name was Bojangles. 
Then he danced a lick Right across the cell He grabbed his pants Took a better stance Jumped up high That's when he Clicked his heels Then he let go of the laugh Lord, he let go of the laugh Shook back his clothes all around That is uh, probably one of Sammy Davis Jr.'s um, Not a theme song, but best-known songs. I think he does. He did it at almost every concert he ever performed. I love that song. And Sammy Davis Jr. sells that song, tells that song. When he is done, you know Mr. Bojangles. You know, you understand him and his troubles and his problems. Love that. Mr. Bojangles. Pretty sad. The dog up and died, Howard. The dog up and died. He just up and died. That's a, wow. 7.45, quarter to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Text line open, 304-214-1600. A lot on the text line today. People are texting. Yesterday, got nothing. I got nothing yesterday. But uh, everybody's energized on the text line today. Uh, A lot of them still upset with you for killing raccoons. (laughs) And several upset with me a couple of things. We'll get to those coming up later on. But let's get to the weather right now. Adam Fike is here. Adam... I was more cons- I thought yesterday was going to be worse than it was. We had the tornado warning or the watch or whatever it was. Looked dark and cloudy. We had some storms, but at least where I was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That was the good news about what we saw yesterday morning. Since we had those showers and storms move through during the morning, much of what we saw for here in Wheeling and North really didn't even actually see anything. Now. I did poop my pants during the almost. You did what? <laughs> almost, almost, almost is the key word. We were in the. We, I just got off camera after first weather, and I saw a tornado warning go for Parkersburg. I'm like, crap, that's going to move to Tyler and Wetzel County. I'm about to do my first live tornado coverage. But the storm died out, and luckily that was the strongest storm we saw in the area. But, I mean, it was. We still got strong storms for Wetzel, Tyler County, Marshall saw some strong ones, but. Ohio County, Belmont, North didn't really see anything. I mean, we got a, we had a, some significant rain, and we had uh, I heard some thunder. Um, but again, I was watching very closely and watching what you guys were saying on social media and, and on TV because you know I was a little bit nervous about it. I get nervous when the word tornado is mentioned. So, um, but it, it turned out not to be um, nearly as bad as it could be. And I told the audience earlier uh, after we had we had dinner last night at TJ's, and we came out. Just the most beautiful rainbow I have ever seen. And I mean, that's just ever seen. The colors were vibrant. You could see the entire rainbow from one end to the other. I didn't find any gold. I went looking for the pot of gold. I couldn't find that. But uh, just a beautiful, beautiful rainbow. Uh, I mean, if you would have found the pot of gold, you know you would have to share that with me. Well, I guess so. It's kind of weather-related wind there, right? So, <laughs> I guess uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, today is uh, not, uh, we're not looking for any real problems today, right? Nope, nothing today. We're just going to be seeing increasing sunshine throughout the day. Temperatures right around 80 degrees, dew points down just slightly. So I call it a pleasant to okay day. Okay. Nice day. That's it's not going to be too hot, not going to be too humid. We're going to see sunshine. Shouldn't see much, if any, in the way. Actually, I take that back. We're not going to see anything in the way of rain. We could have saw a stray, like we're seeing a stray drizzle, 
for parts of Tyler County, but that's it. And temperatures uh, you, you could be will be around 80, but we may not even reach that in some places, right? Oh, no, exactly. We're going to spend much of our day in the mid to upper 70s. So spots might get stuck between like 77, 79, with really getting no warmer than 82. And even that, mainly for spots just south by 70. All right, so that doesn't sound too bad. Then uh, now Thursday becomes a bit more of a stormy day. Yep, tomorrow we still... Tomorrow is basically a flipped image of today. Right. We'll start off with sunshine. We'll see clouds by dinner time, But then Thursday, we'll see the return of some wet weather. There though, is still some inconsistency between models on Thursday. Now, there's going to be nothing that's severe Thursday. It's just going to be how much rain do we actually see. Some models think that we could see a lot of rain. Some models think that we're not going to see any. Not, not that we're not going to see any, but see little amount. So know that we could see rain on and off once again, all throughout the day on Thursday, so we could see some higher amounts. So even if it's not raining, it's still going to be gloomy and damp. And I'm looking at the forecast for the weekend. It looks like it's going to be sort of up and down for the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I described it this morning. It's kind of like a back and forth or a roller coaster. Yeah. It's just like bunny hills. We see one day where it's sunny, the next day it rains, the next day it's sunny, the next day it rains. <laughs> Sunday, it's sunny. Monday it rains, and so on and so on. And I thought I'm going to sound like a broken record if I continue that. But you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it looks like Friday's going to be good. Sunny skies, um, low 80s. Then we'll have a wet day, stormy day on Saturday, quite likely. And then sunshine back again on Sunday. So uh, I guess let me see. Well, that's like 50% of the weekend should be sunny, though. The good news is Saturday is not going to be a complete washout like Thursday. At this time, much of Saturday looks to be the late afternoon, evening. So there's hope that we could see pockets of sunshine Saturday morning and early Saturday afternoon with most of that rain moving through, I would say, towards dinner time. So okay. Saturday, not a complete washout. Much of the weekend's nice. It's just going to be that dinner to just about sunrise, dinner time Saturday to sunrise Sundays when we're going to see the rainstorm. Yep. All right. Sounds, you know, it's again, it's, uh, it's the week is not bad. It's a little this, a little that. We get some rain, we get some sun, we get some rain, we get some sun. And um, and we work our way down to the end of summer, I guess. 62 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 61 at the Highlands. 60 uh, on my back deck in Elm Grove and 61 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. And, um, huh. Well, I have to check with my wife. Apparently, we have no power at our house. I just got a, an alert. If you heard that little dingle a minute ago, got an alert from the power company. There is no power at my house. Well, Howard, you're not going home. What are we going to do after work? I don't know. Where, where, where are the, where's a good restaurant to go to? Yeah. Can't go, home. Can't go home if there's no power. That's for sure. Honey, let me know if we got power because the power company says we don't. Uh, Adam, that's, I'm not calling you honey, Adam. I, I was referring to my, to, to my wife. I mean, you're a nice guy, and I like you a lot, but, uh, it's, you know, it's not honey kind of stuff. Adam, good talking to you as always, and we shall talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Exactly. Then thank you. All righty. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy, but I don't call him honey. You're a nice guy. I don't call you honey. I don't believe you ever did that, Howard. Oh, I mean, if I do, hit me. Hit me, please. My wife says we have power. I am ironing. Okay, so, you know, I've, I may have mentioned this on the air before. We frequently get alerts that there is power out at, and it lists my address. And then I, it's in the neighborhood sometimes without power, or the whole area is without power. We must be on some kind of super secret special connection.
because our house, the couple of houses right nearby, my son's house, two doors down, house next to him, us, we tend to not lose power, even though the power company tells us we've lost power. Because you're a big shot, Howard, because it works the opposite for me. They usually say, ah, you guys are okay, you won't be affected, and then bang, zoom, uh, the power's out, Howard, so. Look at that, the power is out. Oh, that's Monroe's house. Get the power back or he'll be complaining. <laughs> yes. That's Slider's house. Uh, don't worry about him. No, don't worry about it. Let him, <laughs> let him sit in the heat. All right. We are at uh, 7.52, 8 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I will take that note to mean that there is a power issue somewhere in Elm Grove, though, in all seriousness. Yeah, right. Probably my house. Howard. Probably, probably Slider's house. Exactly right. Got a couple of texts coming up. Got Slider on sports not far ahead as well. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Are you concerned about losing your home or automobile if you file for bankruptcy protection? Find out if you would lose any property by calling Tom McIntyre at 304-232-8600 or have a free chat conference with his office online at McIntyreLaw.com. Tom has helped thousands of people in our area. He can answer these questions for you. Call 304-232-8600 or check him out online and have a free chat conference. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio. Evenings and overnights on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the Watchdog. These are the 100 days of summer. And this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. I saw the sitting in the rain. Raindrops falling on her She didn't seem to care She sat there and smiled at me The flower girl. Do you love the flower girl? Where's she at? Hold on. Down there? Over there? I don't know. Do you love the flower girl? I would love to love the flower girl. 
I don't see. Uh, I went to look for my uh, countdown here on the West Liberty. Have they changed their website? I want to go to West Liberty's uh, website so I can check the countdown to the end of summer, um, the, the beginning of school, really, not the end of summer. And uh, I don't see it. Uh, oh, they took it off their website. No, it was a. I like that. It was a good part of the website. Well, so now I can't tell you. I think it's 13 days left, something like that, for West Liberty starts, and I think they start the same day that Ohio County schools do too. But I was looking forward to sharing the countdown. That was my big plan here. My big plan. My big plan. It got screwed up. Six before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning. We've got, got some texts I want to get to in a minute or two. But first, let's check in with Slider on sports. Let's do it, Howard. Last night at PNC Park, the Pittsburgh Pirates defeated the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves, by the score of 7-6. to six. The Pirates exploded for six runs in the third inning, sending Braves starter Spencer Strider to an early shower. The game was then delayed after the bottom of the fifth. And then about 10.02, play resumed, making it a long night. David Bednar came in tonight to earn his 23rd save of the season. Braves and Bucks again tonight at PNC Park. Struggling Mitch Keller on the mound for the Pirates, still looking for his first win after the All-Star break. First pitch, 7.05. And a reminder for everybody out there. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, listen up. Listen up, everybody. High school football is just a couple of weeks away, and the Watchdog Network is home to both the Wheeling Central Maroon Knights and the John Marshall Monarchs. That can't be true. You mean we're going to do both John Marshall Monarchs and Wheeling Central Maroon Knights? Not going to miss a game. If you have a business or know of a business owner who would like to be a sponsor on these uh, broadcasts, please give us a call. You can call the station on the business line at 304-214-1610. Or call me, Bob Slatter, on my personal cell phone. Get your pencil ready, 304-281-1967. That's 304-281-1967. It's our busy season, Howard. High school football right around the corner. And we've got some special things to add. It's not just play-by-play. We've got all kinds of special programming tied around it we're going to have. Not to mention WVU football not far away. The Browns are coming up. We've got a lot. I mean... Lots You're of right. football. It's, as Tony Soprano used to say, it's our busy season. It is our busy season. Absolutely. Slatter on Sports Time, 758. Uh, and it's our fun season. I mean, it's just it's Lots just of fun. it's just so much fun to uh, uh, once we hit. Look, I I I miss summer when it goes away. Uh, and I miss those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. But you know, when you hear the when you the you get that little nip in the air and you hear football in the background touchdown it's like yeah all right here we are in the Ohio Valley let's see a couple of texts um, I suppose he's going to do this every day now why don't you pass the mic to the pine room boys you've jumped the shark thanks a lot Mark I'll remember that yeah thanks thanks very much uh, Howard no offense. It's never good when they begin with no offense. No offense, Howard, but. No offense, but you spend twice what I make on restaurants. Well, I'm sorry for you, but I like to eat, and I spend a lot of money at restaurants. And Guess I, what, though? You spend a double at Reese Bags what Howard spends at Reese Bags, so it all works out. And you know what? I have a greater time enjoying my meal than perhaps you do, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Have some more texts coming up in the next hour of the show. Mike uh, Pushkin is going to join us from uh, the legislature and uh, former Governor Ted Strickland coming up in the next hour as well. All here on the Watchdog Morning Show where it's 8 o'clock.
Was she reality or just a dream to me? 7.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. C News. I'm Sherry Preston. There were more than 40 million Americans under threat of severe weather on Monday and overnight. Deadly storms pounding the eastern part of the country from Georgia up through New York. ABC's Faith of Ube is in hard-hit Westminster, Maryland. Across 10 states, more than a 